Welcome to JB Trio Podcast, Season 2, Episode 8. I'm Lee McDonald Jr. Christopher Woodmancy. Mark the Ancient Warrior Merchant. And joining us tonight is the man of the hour, the icon, the showstopper, the main event, the guy that bowled Bowler of the Week the last week of the summer that counts. He bowled 746 with 95 pins over his average. He really wanted to prove his point against Chris and Mark, who bolt, who picked against him. We have tonight with us Mr. Neil Brady. Ah, uh, well, thank you, Lee. You're much too kind, Lee. You're much too kind. I'm going to forward all these compliments to my wife, though, to know she's married to such a great guy. Does she know when you go into the house, greatness has entered the house? Uh, yeah. He does? Really? Do trumpets go off when the door opens? What, what, like, what are you doing out so late? What are you doing, hanging out with that bum merchant again? Get your ass home next week. Okay, well, honey, sorry. You just say it, but baby, I'm a winner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He needs yeah, she... to listen to this, and she needs to know the godlike status that you're at the bowling alley. Yeah, all she cares about is how much money did you win tonight? Yeah. Give, give me that money. Show me that money right now. <laughs> okay, honey. Sorry. Here you go. I think we ought to roll out the red carpet for you this upcoming Tuesday because you really proved a point. Wait, and... Neil, can't she hear you right now? <laughs> no, I'm in. No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a spare bedroom in my house. That's why I'm talking like this. <laughs> right, I need to add her as a friend to make sure she gets this podcast. <laughs> Chris just gained a friend. Oh. <laughs> uh... No, but you're right, Lee. I will say, though, yes, listening to the podcast at work, I was formulating my plan, you know, about how I would bowl, how focused I would be. Fair enough. I knew Merchant picked against me also. But the way Chris handled his pick, (laughs) hey, the other team's been so great for the last four weeks, and they've just been (laughs) on fire, and just went on and on and on. So I said, okay, great. There's my motivation for this week. That's what it was. Yeah. Thank you, Chris. (laughs) Chris oh, motivates I mean, so many people. I mean, we he does. all the kinds of bowlers that say, you know, they find out they're going to bowl Chris that night. I tell them where they're bowling. I say, you're bowling Chris. Oh, man, I'm really going to kick that guy's ass. And, <laughs> uh, he brings out the best in everybody. He, I do. I try my best. Try you're my a best. motivator, Chris. Yeah, people say that. Mm-hmm. Well, Neil, you did great. You and Thanks. Kyle took first place. You guys were in the playoff against Team 7. It's been a while. Cal did his part. Yes, 582. 582, like for him, it's actually good. It was a team effort that night because the yeah. second in the game, Neil faltered a little bit, had a couple yeah. of back-to-back opens. They had two turkeys, and they were. it was coming into the ninth. I saw – I was looking over because they were bowling right next to me. I said, well, this is Tammy and Joe's opening. So Neil's faltering, and Kyle had a good game going, but Kyle needed to keep it up. Yeah, I mean uh, – Sure enough, he finished out with 240, and you guys yeah. ended up winning that second game, too. Yeah, that's, that, that, but that second game is what counted because Neil shot horribly with the 201 the second <laughs> game, and then Kyle kept him up alive with that 240. Do you like to remind Neil that he shot horribly that game? Yeah, the second game. <laughs> so That is true. So then, then Neil said, you know what, the hell with this. I'm just going to punch out with the first 10. So he gets up, throws 10 in a row. Or was it nine in a row? 
Yeah, the first nine I left, uh, I don't even know, seven pin? Yeah, I think it's seven pin. Something like that, yeah. But Lee, I was going to mention, I was thinking back on this. I I thought to myself, I've never actually won the JB Trios League. Merchant and I, the first year we ever bowled with Kyle, we finished second to Ken Johnson and his guy, uh, Cheryl and whoever else was bowling. But in reality... You and I and your dad, I think, won us. We won the summer in like 2012 or something. Yeah, that that's the first time I ever bowled with you. I remember. And I think we won. I think I think I'm pretty certain we won the league. That was back, a little bit of a stacked team. I think we averaged seven. Yes. Yeah. That. Well, yes. It was. <laughs> yes. It, it was pretty rough for the other guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, I remember that. It was a lot of fun. I was back when I was averaging my 220 days. I did actually average that at one point in my life. We ended up winning that league that summer, so that was a lot of fun. So you all ended up winning 36 out of 40 points. I mean, you met, it was like a statement victory. It was that Yeah. Game. You know, what helped us a lot was the lanes being dry again. I mean, I, I can usually ramp up on dry lanes, yeah. and I knew it would be hard for it would be harder for Tammy. She's a heck of a bowler. I was like, if there's more oil out there, that's going to be her game. And, and I was uh, determined to make sure that you guys were staying on 19 and 20 because the center – had a lot of lane issues. Of course, the early shift had a lot of late bowling. They ended up having to move four of our pairs down. Instead of having the whole league shift, I just wanted to have half the league flip-flop to the other side. So we ended up all bowling in the middle of the house. But I wanted to make sure you guys were still good on 19 and 20 because you guys were that was the most important pair in the league. So I wanted to make sure you guys were not affected and may the best person win. So, and you guys definitely did. And then he didn't give a shit about everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. But no. well, yeah, well thanks, Lee. Yeah. It was no. a hard fought match. And well, you know what? The only thing that saved us, we bowled Jared, you know, and, and his buddy. Yeah. Uh, they, they had to do the post bowl about three weeks ago or so. And yep. we went 40 and 0 against them. And, and we were 62 points behind. Yep. So that one week got us within, you know, 20 or so. So it wasn't for that week. And I told Jared, if it wasn't for that week for any of us, we wouldn't have caught them. So yep. that week was huge for everybody. So, Didn't yeah, you we guys just, bowl we them in the playoff? Wasn't they your first match? Correct, yeah. So yep. the two it, losses, they had only two losses the whole summer. And it was that post bowl against you guys, and it was heads up against you guys. So you guys – Oh, wow. Beat the first place team, the only team that won their points against every other team in the league except you guys. Wow. That's and neat. just think, if you had bowled me and Ron, you would have never been in the top four. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Never yeah, bowled us. We had 14 teams, so there's just a few teams that didn't get to bowl each other because it's only a 14-week schedule since we got to throw in a, a position round in there and a playoff week. There's certain teams that don't get to bowl each other, and Mark's team couldn't bowl Neil's team this year. So, I mean, it's still a hell of a feat, though. And, and of all the teams that you had to, to sweep was that first-place team, that pinstripes team, and you did it. And so, they even talked about it the next week. I bowl, I actually bowled them two days ago, and they were still talking about it. I mean, Jared was hopping mad. He said, if, if you're not first, you're last. And, <laughs> and, I mean, it looked like it affected them all week. Yeah. yeah, you know, you're right, because I heard him, yeah, he was along the same lines of being motivated because of that. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Well, he can blame Chris. So once again, you know, Chris Chris always keeps me motivated to bowl my best. <laughs> so so I almost like I, I, 
I knew Chris was going to bet against me even a week ahead of time. That got me motivated a whole week ahead. <laughs> it's like chalkboard material. He threw out exactly. Yes. He said, "There's no way Neil's going to win," and that and that was that. That's right. Wow. Neil Brady will not win because he thinks because he bowls really well against me and he has my number. So I'm really I, I'm just waiting the next time I can bowl the Woodman Z. Oh, yeah, I get back at him. So we'll have to have some money on the line. This yeah, we'll do like a grudge paper. match thing. That's yes. right. Like they used to on MTV with the claymation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll do like that. Grudge match. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, in this case, it'll be young versus old, though. So. Oh, oh man, I, I'm not as old as the ancient warrior. The ancient warrior got me by 10 years. <laughs> Fine, middle age. There. I started bowling in this league when I was 38, 39. Okay. The, Merchant, what was our first year bowling in this league? Was it 2008? Probably yeah, around that. It's got to be around 2008 or so. That's Maybe crazy. 2000, yeah, some, I think 2008. I saw so. your buddy post a comment on Facebook, and he shared one of the newspaper articles that they did on you guys. What was that about? Oh, yeah, that was my high school bowling team. So when, when I was a junior, my public high school I went to, we created a bowling team that was more of a club thing, but we bowled against other area high schools, and we ended up winning the league first year out, and I guess I was the captain of that team, and so yeah, we got put in like the school newspaper and everything, and then of course people were like, we have a bowling team? I didn't even know we had a bowling team. So yeah, we had two seniors on that team, we had three juniors, and then two sophomores, and the next year... We would have repeated again, except for one of the guys had bad grades, and so they ended up taking points away. So we would have won two years in a row. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, I remember on uh, Chris Probe back on episode one when you were our first guest for the summer, you had mentioned that you guys formed a high school bowling club. So it's pretty cool to see a picture of your guys' high school days. Now, what year would have that been in? Yeah, that would have been 86 and 87. Wow. And, um, And I initially bowled on my... I went to a Catholic high school the first two years, and I bowled. I made that bowling team as a freshman with seniors and, and juniors and sophomores. And so, so I already had two years of high school bowling under my belt. Yeah, and there was probably maybe like 12 teams. You know, I'm not sure it was, ult- it was super – the highest average in that league back then was probably 195, 200. I mean, that's when urethane was just kind of coming into its own. And, yeah. You know. If I remember right on that – Chris Probe segment, you said that you'd bowled a 300. Was that in that high school league? No, it was at the same bowling lanes, though. No, it would have been the state tournament in whatever, the spring of 87. So, same bowling lanes, but no, I never shot it in that league. But my team, to tell you how good we were even for back then, I think we shot 33-something. We, I think it was a record by far back then. So we had two guys shoot over 700. I shot 690-something. So we had like 720, 710, a 690-something out of me, a 660 out of another guy. And then what we did is we had a rotation where the two lowest scores every game would have to sit out, and then two guys would replace them. So I remember my buddy, the first game, my buddy Toby, he shot 195 and he was low man that game and he had to sit out and he was furious, but that's because all of us, so we shot scratch 3,300 and change and we were all like 16 and 17 years old 
you know what over 30 years ago so yeah that would wow. that was by far the best score that i'm not sure everybody had ever bowled that good maybe nowadays of course but not back then so for my information <sighs> about your bowling in high school for one i wasn't even born or conceived yet so <laughs> <laughs> Um, what year were you born, Chris? Ninety-three. So, oh my god! <laughs> you weren't even a thought back then. So I wasn't even a thought. So, so that's one thing. But how hard is it to bolt up and in at at that time? I mean, it, it couldn't be that hard. <laughs> so you're to saying bolt they bowled good because yeah, they... didn't y'all have to bolt up fives and just ball just slowly <laughs> move to the to the to the pocket? <laughs> that's what uh... Yeah, I'm not sure it's that easy. I will say leverage weight helped a lot. So back in the day, which of course would, would be illegal starting now, yeah. uh, everybody started putting a hole in their ball to make it leverage to obviously yeah. really make the ball hook quite a bit. But Yeah, because um, there was no hook yeah. back then. So just basically throw as fast as you can to the pocket. Okay. What I'm trying to understand is it's harder now to hit the pocket than it was back in your time. No, it wasn't. No, we were bowling, we were, we were bowling on wood planks back. We were then. bowling on wood lanes, which dried up yeah. much faster than, in my yeah. opinion, than any synthetic. So, yeah, Chris, they, let's put it this yeah. way: the wood lanes every summer. Mo- I mean, I don't know a bowling alley that didn't do this. They had to strip the lanes, so they actually my the house I bowled in started was fifty six lanes. So they yep. had to strip the lanes down every summer and, and re-put, re-put all the finish on them every single summer. So yep. that's like redoing your floors in your house yep. every single summer. So, dude, it was just – it sucked. And then and the heads – yeah, And the approaches. heads would get burnt up, and the heads would get all dinged because people are throwing the ball into – and, you know, the lanes are hard, but not as hard as the synthetic. So you'd get divots all the time, and it was just not good, man. We're moving our way to string bowling. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll be the next like our, uh, candlestick bowling. Yeah, it's going to hey, be string bowling. They still do that Candle, out in Massachusetts. Can, yeah. Did you ever do that, Dude, Candlestick yeah, bowling is fun. Oh, yeah. Candlestick yeah, bowling is fun. I used to bowl in the league. I loved it. Really? How about yeah. that? What would you average? Like a 20. Uh, about 98. That's good so, though for candlestick or no. It's actually bad. It's actually bad because you get three balls per per round. So I don't know how you get ninety eight. Ninety eight. I, I would say a ninety eight average is probably equivalent to one nineties. Yeah, big, that's pretty good. Tenpenny. So then, just to finish off, where the rest of the league, my team stunk, which I'm glad I picked against me. I don't think I had a person pick me last week. We went six and thirty four against the pinstripes. They kicked our butt. Team 11 against Team 8. Team 11 tied them. Elena bowled her dad, Greg, and they just ended up bowling kind of mediocre, although Elena bowled a little bit above her average. They ended up going to 20 out of 40. Team 13, Brian and Christian, bowled team number 6, LPC, and they won big, 138, and that put them at a much higher position. Team 2, my sons, Leland and Peyton, they bowled Ron and Mark again, and they got their butts whipped this time. They only took 2 out of 40 against Mark and Ron. Well, look at I blame my grandmother. She was she jinxed them. <laughs> she, she did. did. She jinxed them. With them. <laughs> she sat down with them, jinxed them, and then she walked away and the next thing you know Peyton had like a seven bagger. And she came back, and then, and then she came back, and he went. Yeah, he went right downhill again. He won the Woodman's Award. He had eighty pin difference. Yeah, yes, sir. Thirty-five to one forty-nine. Yep, yeah, it was crazy. 
He so, was hit I mean, and she stepped away. That's what happened. Yeah. So then Team 14 bowled against Team 4, which is Chris, and Chris got the victory on that one. He won 29 out of 40 against his old protégés, Jake and Phil. They didn't take it easy on him at all. Yes, sir. Blood to finish it up, the Queens, they ended up taking 34 out of 40. They bowled technically the blind team, but they beat Joey's team 34 to 40. Position-wise, team we deliver, sure delivered. They won first place. They went two for two in the playoff, and so they are the league champions of the summer. Congrats to them. Second place goes to Team 7. It's been a while, Tammy and Joe. Third place was the Pinstripes, toughest team in the league, but they lost when it mattered, and they took third. Fourth place goes to the Mavericks. Brian and Christian jumped all the way up to fourth. Team 8 went to fifth. Team 6, the Unstoppable Forces, which is Elena and Ricky, they ended up in sixth. Pussy whipped, which we were up there, but we couldn't hold it. We dropped down to seventh. Team three, we got balls just right below us. Mark and Ron, they ended up in eighth. LPC in ninth. Average Joes in tenth. Gutter Fluffers, my two sons, in eleventh. Three Fingers, Jake and Phil in twelfth. Team five, Joey's team, they're in thirteenth. And we two queens in fourteenth place. That finishes up the summer. Not bad. Not bad. And we kind of touched up on Chris Probes. I do have just two questions. Neil, leading up to the victory of getting to first place and all that and bowling so well at the very end, you were off and on of being present in the progress of getting to first place. Do you feel that led you to getting first place without being here? So I will say this. I am a, a man of stats. I do like my statistics. And so I, I hate to say it, but that is true. The two <laughs> weeks that I did not show up, one time vacation, one time because of COVID, both of those weeks, Kyle ended up going 36 and four both weeks. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. you're right. It did a lot better. The, the simple fact that I, I wasn't there. So you're actually right. You know, you, you prefaced it in the beginning by saying the whole team was a little bit slow. We weren't doing quite as well. I wasn't doing as well. And then we made a good push, a run at the end. Like my wife knows, I'm a slow starter, but when I get going, watch out. You know, that's how it goes. Um, so you could talk to her about that. So, okay. yes, I may start slow, but I'm a good finisher. I hope she listens to this. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I'll it's, have her listen to it. Yeah. It's not how about the try, it's how one glass. I got you. Yeah. Yes. And and didn't you tell me the other night, Neil, that you made a goal for yourself when you were out and you came back and you had a goal for your average? Oh, well, yeah, I did. From a personal perspective, I was trying for high average. Fortunately, I was able to do that. I did make a goal for myself, which I don't do very often. Um, I thought the lanes were playable. I don't think they're easy lanes by any stretch. I've just been fortunate to, I've been carrying extremely well. I think I had one 10 pin or maybe no 10 pins on Tuesday night. I can't even remember. It's rare that I leave a 10-pin, so I'm just fortunate. I mean, I got some good carry, some really good breaks, and, and really I've been do, been able to do that the last four times I've bowled. Yeah, you um, finished out with a 220 for the league. That's the highest average in the league. I would say probably – I don't see it on the list here, but probably – I mean, I made third. I made third. Just want to get that out there. You I did. made third. <laughs> I did make third. Okay, yes, I know. Did. I know. Behind Joey, but Mark is nowhere on the freaking list. So just want to make that clear. Yeah, it just it kills me. I'm staying behind the line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were saying just recently that you needed to start fouling to improve. 
man, I'm feet away from the foul line and taking five <laughs> steps, and I'm still a foot behind it. It really <laughs> doesn't prove your game, though. It really yeah, does. You got to try Chris's secret. Yeah, it really does improve your game. I recommend I'll tell you, it. Though, I can't <laughs> fumble if I try. If you can get away with it, it'll improve your game by at least 20 pins. <laughs> Have you guys seen that guy in line who bowls backwards where he stands? Oh, yeah, he's a righty, but he throws as if he's a lefty. He's got his back to the lanes, and he basically stands there, and he kind of swings it, and then yeah. he throws it. And he actually wow. averages like 190 or 200. That's what he He's said. actually yeah, pretty good. <laughs> Somebody interviewed wow. him and said that's what his average is, around 200. And he says that yeah. he started it off as a goof. Now it's the real deal. That's crazy. That was a few years ago, though. I wonder what he's doing today. He's probably like that kid in Singapore. Remember the one who was smoking cigarettes when he was like five? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Remember that kid? Remember the, the little chunky kid? But I heard he quit smoking. So good. To, kudos to him. Oh, kudos so. to him. Yeah, he's one of the yeah. several memes that are out there. Not a lot of bowling memes. <laughs> All right, so last one, last question. Oh, jeez. Do I have enough lube for this? I wasn't ready. <laughs> well, I only, I only have two questions. You already answered the first one. So. Okay. okay. You said you were getting your mindset ready since you heard the podcast. You heard the votes and all that shit. When in the action on Tuesday night, when you were taping yourself up, prepping your shoes, getting your shoes on, in that moment, what was going through your head? Nothing? Or what were you thinking about? Or were you trying to keep distracted? Because I know I saw you a couple of times, and you look like a freaking bat of the hell. You didn't want to mess with nobody. You're focusing on your game. You well, know. I don't know the Lopez's, and no offense, but I wasn't going to make friends before we started bowling. So <laughs> I'll make friends with you after, but not before we're bowling. And so, you know, we, we all wished each other luck before we started, but that was as friendly as I was going to get before we went. I knew he could really bring it. I mean, Tammy can too, but I know Joe can bring it too. It seems like every week, there's a lot of people in the league who every week have it, you know, that one big game. They'll pull out a 250, 260 something. And so I was trying to weather the storm of that. Even bowling Jared the week before, I knew that there's going to be a big score because we got a lot of good bowlers in the league. And so the big scores come. The key is, can you weather it and don't have it knock you down? You know, that was the big thing. I was just like, if I start off well, and and see, that's the key is, the last two weeks, Kyle and I, I think we're up 100 to 120 pins after the first game. And so after that, it kind of deflated both other teams. It just did. Now they got this mountain. In addition to beating us the next two, you're going to have to make up the pinfall, and that's probably going to be hard to do, so... Plus, you guys keep failing to recognize because it's it's not easy to see. Tracy Howell is my good luck charm. Uh, <laughs> she she's about a four four ten maybe four eleven lucky charm. Yeah, I I think I need to make a miniature and then put it on a chain um, <laughs> because every week she showed up, Chris. I am not joking. I don't. I I forget how many weeks she showed up. I must be averaging yeah two twenty to two thirty every week she oh, showed easy. up. Easy. Yeah, she she was a good luck term, no doubt. I'm glad that you guys bowled the Lopez's because uh, it was obvious that if there's any team that mirrored you guys, it was them. So you always want to see the two really good teams face off in the finals in any league. Being able to watch you guys, bowling next to you guys, the niceties were up until the handshake, but then after that, I mean, you guys just flipped the switch like a lot of good bowlers do. They just wanted two very competitive teams. I know Tammy's really competitive. You guys all shook hands. Once you guys started 
with that first practice ball in the lanes. And just even during practice, you could feel the tension build up. But you guys, I think you guys had an edge a little bit because you and Kyle were kind of playing on your home field. I know they play a lot at the forum, so they don't really get a chance to bowl out here in Louisville a lot. I just think that, like you said, that early lead built up real quick. They just had that big mountain to climb. And although they did look like they had a glimmer of hope in that second game, because I, <laughs> I remember when I saw that back-to-back open, I was uh, like, oh, crap. Well, I hope he doesn't choke. But then Kyle come through. He shot 240. Yeah. Out. So he did. I mean, were you stressing him out, Kyle, at all? Like, hey, Kyle, don't fuck up. I mean, will you say anything like that to him at the start? No, or and, and I, I don't, I don't tell him how to bowl either. Honestly, I, I don't come to the bowling alley to be a bowling coach. I would never be a good one, but I, I don't tell him anything other than just motivation, right? Just hey, don't worry about it. Blah blah blah. But see, you guys also forget too that, and I made reference to it. I had Ray Mills on my side, right? I had yeah, Ray Mills great. watching over us. If we remember the movie Cannonball Run. When you had Dean Martin and Sammy Davis Jr. in the Ferrari as fake priests, the comment was made, hey, they got God as their co-pilot. And then, of course, Sammy Davis Jr. said to Dean Martin, where's he going to sit, right? That's right. So, yeah, so we had God sitting there, or, you know, God in, in Ray Mills as our visiting angel. He's on our shoulder, whatever he's doing. So it was his power that saw us through. I'm keeping that in my bowling bag. I'm not giving up on Ray. So Ray's <laughs> staying no, with good. me. That's awesome. Yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah. So the guessing, picture. I'm guessing this movie came out before I was born. So I remember. Oh, yeah. That was about 1981 <laughs> or 80, something like that. <laughs> but I, I love Ray Mills. God bless him. I yeah. think about him all the time. So that's, I yeah. know that. Part. Kudos to Ray. So the picture of my wife and my wallet's doing me no good. <laughs> so yeah, wait are you saying so neil are you saying the secret <laughs> to winning jb trios or to winning anything in bowling i get a picture of kyle's wife yeah mark's wife's picture in my wallet does a lot for me so i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i like looking at it i like looking at vicky's picture so. oh, hey mark does vicky listen to our podcast now she doesn't Damn it. No. <laughs> okay, so so Chris, sorry, I know. So wait, hold on. So as I was referring to Dean Martin and Sammy Davis Jr., you're like, who? I assume you're saying, who is that? <laughs> who are those people? Right? Yeah, like, and the movie, and the movie, in the movie. Come on, it had Roger Moore. It had Jamie Farr. It had Terry Bradshaw. I mean, come on, man. Yep. It had Burt Reynolds and Dom DeLuise. It had Farrah Fawcett. He's I know who Burt Reynolds Reynolds is. Reynolds with an S. Reynolds. Like Roddy Reynolds. I know him. Maybe we may have to get a senior division in the JB Trios, okay? Let's make a senior division. Oh, man. But yeah, so you guys ended up winning the league. Tracy has agreed to do another trophy for us. She did a really awesome trophy for us in the fall. She agreed to do another one, and we're going to name it after her. So it's going to be the Tracy Howell Award that goes to the winners of the league. So the summer ended. You guys will be presented that on Tuesday. So I think that's going to be pretty cool. Oh, well, thank you. Yes, I will display it proudly at the house. <laughs> I feel like it's like a Jeopardy. Right? No, it's from Price is Right. You got it. Meet Mark's picks. Just recapping last week, Chris is making a run. He was four 
two and one, one of the best records for him over the weeks. How about that? Uh, yeah, Lee five one and one. Dang, I'll take myself it. five one and one, and Kyle five one and one. But Chris was still in last. You're saying Chris was still <laughs> in last, but he's on the plus side for the first time. So hold on, Mark. You and Chris both would have had no losses but a tie if you had just picked. We deliver. He'd have had That's no what you're loss. telling me? Yes. No yeah, really. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Even long. more reason yeah. never to pick against me. Wow. Yep. Thank you. You know, but <laughs> I did say it was going to be a close match. I thought it was going to be okay. a close match. Well, I didn't. Fair. Man, I, I didn't. I didn't. Look, we can play that back. I said, it's a tough one to pick. Kyle convinced me to go against you guys. Uh, Kyle was, no, no offense to Kyle, I love Kyle, but Kyle was the tipping point. For my chosen, because I didn't know whether you're gonna get out of him. Okay, the late league start helps Kyle immensely, as you noticed. I'm not sure he wore much UPS garb at all throughout <laughs> the whole summer. So the simple he fact did. is, he can actually go home, change, maybe even get a bite to eat, and then get to the lanes. But when we start early, yep. he's got to wear the brown shorts, the brown socks. He's got to wear some of the UPS yeah. stuff, and it affects and him. Then, so. it does. And then his wife can't show up. Exactly. Oh, right. And that yeah. makes you bad. And that makes you bad. Oh, my gosh. Should have put it together. Well, he was yeah, geared right. up, though. He told me that he practiced a lot the week before. He was ready. I mean, He, he shot ready. 690 on uh, Sunday with Merchant yeah. and Ronnie Reynolds and Wayne Maxwell. Yeah, he did. He told me that I think Mark 660 was low man for that day. I was low man with 660 something. Yeah, low man with 668 or something. Sounds like that same score on your high school team. Oh, yes. Actually, very similar. That's good bowling. I'm pretty sure I lost to you. So I'm Yeah, percentage wise, I was 57%. You were 52%. Chris was 38%. Oh, moving on up. <laughs> moving on up. And our, and our guest flatted out at 48%. Damn. So the guests had how much more percent higher than Chris? 10. 10%. And they had how many weeks less picking? Two. Oh, my God. No, they had uh, maybe three. Oh. It, I tell you, if we didn't count Camilla's picks that one week, they would be about 50%. Oh, wow. So it has to do with Camilla, which is Chris's wife. Yeah, I think she was. Yeah, she might have been following his picks that week. What's wrong with those woodmansies? Hey, we believe in people too much. (laughs) But you know, there wasn't one week that any of us went undefeated. Not one. Yeah. Like Neil said, if I had taken their team over the Lopez's, it would have been the first no loss week. It would have been, yeah. And you would have had it, but you didn't pick your boys. Yeah, well, Kyle, Kyle made me. Well, Neil showed you. Kyle made me nervous. Yeah, it oh, didn't. oh, Kyle did. <laughs> I mean, I remember I voted for Neil and Kyle a couple of weeks ago before this week, and they both lost. They ended up losing. We so did. I'm like, that I told myself I'm never going to vote for Kyle and Neil if Neil's here. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if Neil wasn't here, I would have voted for Kyle team because okay, there it win. It was fun. Congrats goes to Mark. Mark is the man. Good job, Mark. You won your own game. game. That's why this fall we'll put a little money on it. I think so. I agree. <laughs> and the names you get to keep beat Mark's picks because you still have yet to be beaten. 
And you know what? We do have to keep track of the Woodman's Award. The Spain was the last winner, and we got the trophy. I'm actually looking at it right in a row, now. Yeah. two weeks in a row. Two yeah, you know, I think he's he won, won it. Like week. he might have won it three or four times this year. He yeah. could be up there tied with Chris on winning that thing. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe we need to come up with a something that where we can keep track, like a wall of fame. Something yeah, like you know what? I'm almost thinking of talking to Trace. I'm almost thinking of having a. A, a kind of a plaque done where we can just carve in the name because mm-hmm. these week. names need to be saved and etched in the annals of time <laughs> yeah there's you no award could... quite like the woodman's award did you say award... the anal the annals of time i'm not a fan of annals of time okay yes as long as neil brady can win the woodman's award i'd be happy <laughs> oh he hasn't won it yet no. so you are wanting certain people to enter the woodman's hall of yeah. fame or basically yeah. be a woodman's ron reynolds was one of it then he ended up winning it so i'm happy with that so you've got so. like a hit list so you want neil on it he's your number one yeah ron was already ron. ron is on it he already had it he already had it. oh so he that's... did oh, yeah and your and your buddy your buddy Ricky, yeah. Rick, oh Ricky. yeah, Ricky did. I remember his was almost yeah. the highest ever. Like, wasn't it like one hundred and nine? Joey was another person. He won it. We wanted to get him on the cast. Just unfortunately, timing was bad, and so we'll have to get him on. Maybe hopefully next time. So yeah, Joey was on it. I don't think I've got it though. I've never got it. I think you, you almost did. Game to get you, I almost did, did, but no, I almost did. Almost yeah, did. but I didn't get it. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think we'll have you know maybe some sort of plaque, and we'll just. With a picture of the golden balls. <laughs> Just put names in there each week. So not if you got it, Chris, but how many times did you get the Woodman Z? Is it three? Do you have the record? Me? This time, this year, for the summer? Yeah, no, ever. for the summer. When we first started. For the summer, I had, it, I had it once. My Camilla had it once, and my dad had it once this summer. All the Woodman Z's got covered. I can't <laughs> All the Woodman Z's got the Woodman wow. Z. <laughs> If your name ends at Woodmansey, then you got it. I can't believe it. <laughs> but I'm telling you now, in the fall, I'm not getting it once. I think I hear Mark saying he wants to put it Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I'll bet you. <laughs> or how about who gets it put first? Put it this way. Yeah, who gets I'll it first? Who gets it first? Yeah, I'll bet you that. It, oh. Okay, so if I get it first, I give you 20 bucks. If you get it first, you give me 20 bucks. Camilla just said, my wife just heard us say that. Camilla said Chris gets it first. <laughs> so wait a minute, is she putting money on it against you? No, she's not. I hear she's she's hiding the kids' piggy banks now. <laughs> yeah, I heard that uh, last fall the piggy bank system isn't going to be used again. <laughs> Just a flat twenty. Okay. Because Mark, we're still doing our annual bed that yeah, we I always think... do by placement, right? For fifty bucks. Yeah, we'll do that. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much, listeners, for coming back to hear our final podcast for the summer. Please come back for the fall to hear our season three. So one of the fall league of JB Trios. Thank you, Neil. And congratulations on winning. Despite it was in motivation for me. <laughs> congratulations. You deserve it. You bowled very, very well the last three weeks. Thank you. But yeah, please come back. If you do not come back, you'd be like Mark. Average in 181. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That was perfect. That was perfect. All right, guys. Had a fun night. Later. I'll be All safe. Right. Congrats. Bye. See you then. Bye. Thanks again, Neil. Thank oh, you. Anytime. Bye. Good job, Neil. Bye, guys.